0: Welcome to Body Talk, where we strive to go through life with our eyes open. My name is Spencer Kaufman, coming at you from 103.5 FM, The Sun Community Radio. If you're tuning in for the first time today, past broadcasts are available on com and also on the Body Talk podcast at com. You can listen to all of the past broadcasts there, We have a lot of information on body talk and on getting to know other people a little bit more in depth and really understand exactly what everybody is saying. And now a quick recap of who I am and why I am qualified or why I am telling you about all of this is I have studied body language and micro-expressions, human emotions and behavior for several years now And I've written a couple of books on it as well. I have blog posts, other podcasts, really a lot of information, especially on deception detection. And again, all of that is available at spencercoffman.com. Today we are going to talk about something that is a little bit of a dilemma when it comes to reading people and being able to see what other people are really saying and what they really mean. Sometimes when you're talking to someone and they they have a right to conceal something or to not let other people know certain things, but if you can read the body language and can see what they don't want you to see, the question is, is that imposing upon their rights? Now, micro-expressions, by definition, a micro-expression leaks an emotion that Someone doesn't want other people to know that they're feeling. This is the same way with any type of body language leakage. If you do an emotional gesture or behavior, some kind of speech pattern, or anything like that that's unconscious, it is a a form of leakage. And that is something that whomever is is displaying that leakage, they don't want other people to know what they really mean and the very definition of seeing that is is you are seeing something they don't want you to see so sometimes even the person who's showing that body language or displaying that micro expression they don't even know or they're not even aware that that emotion is leaking out because they may not have studied body language they may not have studied micro expressions they don't know human emotion but if you've studied it and you can recognize the signs then you can see it even though they don't know that they're leaking that it's like when people don't know wow how do you know me so well how do you see all that well because you've had practice reading people and they haven't so you know what to look for and they don't reading microexpressions and seeing body language is a learnable skill we've proven that time and time again all of the different signs of deception that i've talked about over the years all of the different things that we've talked about over the past couple of months in the body talk broadcasts We have discussed different signs and different ways that you can get to really know people better and you can show them that you care by you seeing exactly what they really mean and and seeing what they are really saying. It is a learnable skill. You can learn how to read people, how to detect deception, how to know if someone is lying, how to know what people really mean and what everybody is saying. There are many resources that you can use to teach you how to see these emotions and body language leakage etc some of them are like my books a guide to deception or deception tips those are great examples of some of these resources using these training tools enables anyone who studies them to take information from the people who are attempting to conceal their emotions in a sense you could be seen as stealing this information because it is some private information that they don't want you to see, yet they are displaying it for you. So it's almost like I have my bank statement and I don't want you to know how much money I have in my bank account. Yet I left my bank statement on the table where you're sitting down to breakfast and you see that information. Did you steal that information? I didn't want you to have that information. But you saw it anyway, and now you have it because it was in plain sight. So here's the the dilemma is, I didn't want you to see that information, but you looked at it anyway. But I was careless enough to leave it on display for you to look at. So who's at fault there? Is it me for showing that information or leaving it in plain sight? Or is it you for looking at something you weren't supposed to look at? Now, that's a dilemma. Now law enforcement and police, they say, well, if anything's in plain sight, we have the right to see it or go in. That's how they use, like, uh, if they're going to go into a house and no one's home, they kind of look through the windows. Oh, it uh, looks like there are signs of a struggle. Okay, let's go in, because it was in, it was plain sight. It was obvious. So, they had the right to do that, to Im- intrude or impose on that place. Now, I encourage you to learn how to read people and understand body language because I really believe that by seeing the things that people express unconsciously, you can really understand them better, you can meet their needs better, you can really know what they're trying to say and what they mean, and then it will be like you care. It, it will make you a more genuine person if you use it for that purpose. So, I encourage this for you know emotional awareness, empathy, and, and I feel that in this, it it is my responsibility, as I am teaching you all of this stuff, to issue a warning about the dangers of learning how to see all of this stuff. Now, I know we talked about this way back in the beginning, that it's a surreal feeling when you can start to see what everybody is saying, you really start to know what they're feeling. Now, it's not something that you want to do as is spot all this stuff and state the obvious all the time because it's not going to be a a good thing. You're going to seem like insensitive and a jerk. If every time you see someone's lying and you call them out on it, that's not going to help anybody. You know, how do you like my haircut? Well, I think it's great. Oh, are you sure you think it's great? Because I just saw you do X, Y, Z, which means you don't believe what you're saying. So you must really not like that person's haircut. Now you're going to make that person embarrassed Then you're going to make the person who got the haircut feel self-conscious and bad about the haircut, and now they both think you're a jerk. What did that accomplish? So pointing out these signs to reveal the truth in certain situations is not important, and that's up to your discretion to know when you need to recognize or call us out. Most of the body language things you are going to be using in everyday life are going to be those that when someone says, well... I'd really like to do this. Or, are you okay with doing this? And they say, yeah, I guess so. And you see that they're really not okay with doing that. And you say, okay, no, you know what? Let's do something else. And they're going to be like, oh man, I feel much better. And you saw it on them, even though they didn't want to say it out loud. So they're going to like you a lot more, and they're going to see that, you know what? That person really cares about me and what I want to do. And with this... With seeing this stuff, there are really two cautions here. The first one is legal rights. Now, these are straight from legality. It's who owns these emotions. And if if you are reading me, and if I want to conceal my emotions, is it my right to do so? The other one is moral rights. Is it morally right for you to read my emotions and know what I mean even if I don't want you to know? Let's take it back to the bank statement here. Who owns that bank statement? Well, it's my bank statement. I own the bank account. The bank printed the information. They sent it to me with my name on it, so it's my bank statement. If I want to conceal that bank statement, is it my right to do so? The answer would be Yes. But if I leave it out on the counter or on the table where you happen to be sitting, then I'm not really concealing it. I left it out in the open. Is it morally right for you to read that bank statement and know what the contents are, even if I don't want you to know? Now, it's sitting out in the open. Is it morally right for you to take a look at it? Probably not. But if I left it in plain sight where you can't help but see it... Now, you could see it, but you don't have to read it. You don't have to internalize it. But that's very difficult. So, the legal rights, if I own it and I want to conceal it, then I need to do a better job of concealing it. Is it morally right for you to take a look at it? Probably not. Unless you have some purpose for doing so. Maybe you are going to look to help me out. Maybe you're going to say, okay... I'm a little worried about his financial situation. So if I could just get a look at his bank statement without him knowing or without me asking him, then I wouldn't make him feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to take a look at it if I can. Now, you're not digging for it. You're not going through the files or scanning my computer or something. You say, oh, look at that. It's sitting on the counter. Let me just sit down here, take a peek. Okay. And then you have the right motives. So that's, I think, what a lot of this is, is the moral rights will be behind what are your intentions but we're not going to talk about moral rights a lot today we'll talk about that next week today we are going to focus on the legal side of things now within legal rights it is who has the right to do that to tear away the curtain to expose the man behind the curtain like the wizard of oz who has the right to look past all of that and see it now Certainly, law enforcement officers have the right to do that. They can learn body language. They can learn how to read it. They can learn how to read micro expressions, And they should, because any time they're interrogating suspects, witnesses, oftentimes the techniques they use are pretty terrible. They're barbaric. Not really barbaric, but they're just dumb. I mean, they lock somebody in a box for 10, 12 hours while they bully them into confessing or into admitting something. They don't give them water and they keep them in there. It's hot. They use all these different techniques that really are, are not that great. However, if they would just learn how to read body language and micro expressions, they could sit down and they could talk to somebody. Hey, did you do XYZ? No. Okay. Ask them in a few different ways and look at their body language and say, well, based upon that, in 10 minutes, I know that he is either lying about something or he is telling the truth. And then you can move on. Think of the time that's saved, the money, the man hours, all of that stuff by being able to see this. So they definitely have the legal right to see that type of emotion. Even if the killer wants to hide their body language and their emotions so that no one can read them, law enforcement officers have the right to pry into that. How about anybody else? I would say yes anyone who is in a helping profession or who needs to get to the truth. We're not going to go through all of this stuff. This is something you can think about. But the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution, it protects us from self-incrimination. However, what's funny is that micro-expressions and body language may provide law enforcement officers who take any type of training on this the ability to see that information even though the Suspect doesn't want that information to be seen. So that's kind of strange because the Fifth Amendment protects people from self-incriminating themselves, yet if they leak micro-expressions or body language, they're self-incriminating themselves. So the next question is, would it be in the spirit of the Fifth Amendment for any law enforcement person or anyone who is interrogating someone who's learned how to spot micro-expressions and body language Should they be informing people? Say, hey, just want to let you know that I know how to read body language, human emotion, micro-expressions. I can see the truth all over your body. So whatever you say, I will know right away whether or not you are telling the truth. Therefore, if you'd like to, we can give you a mask or we can put you behind a curtain so you can talk and then I won't be able to see you if you want. That way you don't self-incriminate yourself that would preserve their Fifth Amendment rights. Is that reasonable? I personally don't think so. I think that sounds silly. I, I think that if someone is committing a crime and they are innocent and being interrogated, they should want the law enforcement officers to see them. And I think that if they're guilty, then they need to be caught. End of story. The second they committed that crime, they gave up their rights. That's how it should be. Still, though, should law enforcement officers who are specifically trained to take that information and invade people's privacy without their consent, should they offer that a right to wear some kind of cloaking devices or stand behind the curtain or be in another room to preserve that Fifth Amendment protection? If you look at it from the other side, if someone is lying, they are committing a legal and a moral violation of their own. So, if a suspect is lying to cover something up, they are, okay, not only did they break the law when they committed the crime, and who knows how many times or how many other crimes were committed during whatever they are being interrogated for. So, that's at least strike one or two, okay? Now, they are being interrogated about it, and they're lying about committing it. So, now they're doing a double. So, that's another strike. Is it okay? So, I mean, they're breaking legal laws and they're going morally wrong because when they committed the crime, that was amoral. And now they're lying about it. That's amoral as well. So now they've committed it on both legal and moral sides. They've committed multiple violations. Therefore, now, is it okay for someone to get to the bottom of that lie to see through it by reading them? They've already committed all these infractions or these violations. Is it okay for me, or is it okay for a law enforcement person to violate their privacy or to see things that they don't want them to see in order to get to the truth? The second they committed that crime, they gave up their rights. Now, it is the law enforcement person's job to get to the bottom of it, to see that justice is served. And if reading microexpressions and body language can help that happen much quicker, more efficiently, and with significantly more accuracy, then I would say, yes, they have to do it. They should all do it. They should all learn this and read it. So, how about on the non-law enforcement side? What about in your personal life? Is it okay for you to read other people and understand what they are saying, even if they may not want you to know? I would say it depends on your intentions. If you have good intentions and you want to be someone who is going to be reading other people to help them or to show them certain things that they need to do and to really use it as a form of character building and of getting to know someone a lot better and really understanding who they are and brightening up people's days, then yes, I think that it is just excellent for you to do that. If you are have the intention of learning this information so that you can become a more genuine person who is in the world and who goes through life to not only help yourself, but to help other people as well by making them feel good and by making yourself feel good and by living a true and honest life, then this is all for you and this can really help you do that. Because as we've said before, if you're asking someone, hey, do you you want to go down to X Y Z today, and they say, "Well, not really," and or or you say, "Hey, you know what? I was thinking we'd go here," and they say, "Oh, okay, that'd be all right." And you can see on their body that they just are going to do that because you brought it up. And you say, "You know what? Maybe we won't go there today. Where should we go instead?" Now you gave them the choice because you saw on them that they didn't really want to do that by reading body language and understanding what people are really saying. You can. Get to know people a lot better, you will make sure that what they really want is something that you can provide. Now obviously, if you're reading body language and you see that something they really want is something that they shouldn't really have, then it's not wise to give it to them that I mean that's silly. You not you need to be it's like parenting here. You're not going to give your kid if your kid says, "You know what I want to eat candy and pop all day long and they and you can tell that that's really what they want. They are so excited about pop and candy, and they really love it. And a lot of kids love this pop and candy, but or ice cream, or whatever it is. Is it your job to make them happy and give them the pop and candy so that they're happy and having a good time all the time? Well, as a parent, it is your job to take good care of your kid, make sure that they are happy, make sure that they are well taken care of, etc. And giving them pop and candy, if that's something they like, then they would be happy. They would be living a good life. So that seems like it would meet the parenting requirements by giving them what they want. Same way as reading body language, if you know what people really want, and you can give them those things, isn't that a duty that you have to do? No, because that's silly. Giving your kid pop and candy all the time is not going to help them in the long run. That is where the another dilemma comes in, is you need to do Not only what's best for you, but also what's best for them. In fact, you're going to put them before yourself. Anybody who has kids knows that the kids go before the parent. If your kid wants to do something, you're oftentimes sacrificing what you want to do to do what your child wants to do. They want to play cards or watch a movie. You really needed to get something done. You say, you know what? I guess I'll have to uh, do what my kids want. And instead of going out with the guys bowling on Saturday, I'll be mowing the lawn on Saturday. Or whatever the case may be, you put your kids and your family before yourselves. In the same way, when you're reading body language and you learn how to know what everybody is saying, you need to be putting all of these other people before yourself. And that doesn't mean giving them everything they want. It means giving them what you think they need. Now, this is where you need to develop a lot of wisdom and a little bit of higher Thought processing, so like with kids, if they want pop and candy all the time, and that's gonna make them be happy and feel good and everything, you don't have to give them that. you need to do what's best for them, so then you wouldn't give them that. You would say, no, you need to eat your real food then after you can have maybe one or two pieces of candy or you can have a pop or whatever, you do what is best for the child that comes from you. You give them what's best. so when you're reading this on other people and you see that they want certain things, it is your duty to do what's best. When you see that situation, you need to handle that with wisdom. You say, okay, well, I saw on their body language that they really want to do X, Y, Z. However, that wouldn't be a wise choice. Maybe you are with an alcoholic or a recovering alcoholic, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic type of a thing, even if you've been sober for so long and you see that you guys are at some gathering and, you can tell that they really want to have a drink. Is it, oh, you can, they're saying no, I shouldn't, I, I'm i I'm sober, I've been sober, I shouldn't do that. But you can see on their body that they really want that. Are you just going to pick up a beer and hand it to them? No, you're not. What you should do is make the wise decision discerning what is best for that situation. You see that they really want the drink, how about remove the temptation? All right, let's go to a different place. And you leave and get them out of there so that that's no longer a problem. You don't need to cave and give them everything they need. You need to help them deal and cope and build that skills to resist or to give in or to help them live a better life. And that's on you. Now, this is a huge responsibility because now by seeing body language and micro-expressions, you have an advantage in communication over anybody. So this is great for sales and selling people things. You can tell whether or not they're interested, whether you should move on or change tactics, etc. But you have an advantage in really getting to know people and taking care of them. When you can see all of this, now you are going to become sort of the parent of the world. You are going to start seeing all of these things that enable you to do what's best for other people all the time, every time you see these things. Therefore, it is a charge. It is something that you are now able to do. And a dilemma with this is, if you are able to do something, and you choose not to do it, is that a dilemma? Is that a crime? Now, it may not be a legal crime, which is what we're talking about today is legality, but it could be a moral dilemma. If you see something, and you have the ability to help someone, and you choose, willingly choose, not to help them, not to do good, is that wrong? If a person sees the good they ought to do, and they choose not to do it, I'll leave that up to you. That's something that when you start seeing body language and micro-expressions, and you can see all of these things on all these other people, if you have the ability to help them or to make their lives better by doing something right not by giving them pop and candy to make it better but by doing something that really is better now that's from you're going to get that from experience wisdom knowledge discernment etc so this is a big thing when you get knowledge you also get a lot more responsibility with great knowledge comes great responsibility with great power comes great responsibility this is a power you i have received the power to read people, to know what they're saying, to understand who they are and what they are doing. This is great power. Now you have a greater responsibility that goes with this power. So it's something that you really want to be careful of and you really want to make sure you understand. And this is getting to be more of the moral side of the dilemma, which is what we are going to talk all about next week. So right now, We've got a little bit of time left. Let's get back to recapping on the legal rights, and I will leave you with whatever decision you want to hear. So, basically, if someone has the ability to see micro expressions in body language, and someone else doesn't want that information to be seen, they want to hide it, they want to conceal it, is it your right legally to see that information, and is it their right legally? to be able to conceal that information or to not have it seen? I would say on both sides, the answer is yes. If you have an ability, it's your right to do so. If you have the ability to run a mile in four minutes, it's your right to do so. Why not? If they have the ability to conceal those emotions, they can conceal them. However, if they don't have that ability to conceal them, then they're obviously not going to be able to conceal them. Therefore, is it your legal obligation to help them conceal those emotions and prevent yourself from seeing the truth? No, because that sounds stupid. Why would you willingly help someone hide something that isn't meant to be hidden? Same with the bank statement. If I really want to conceal my bank statement from you, I'm not going to leave it on the table where you're sitting down so that you could see it. I'm going to hide it. So if people really want it to be hidden, then they're going to learn how to hide it. Otherwise, for anything else, if it's in plain sight, I'd say it's legally okay for you to see that. Now, getting back to the Fifth Amendment that protects people from self-incrimination, if someone commits a crime, then they need to be caught for that crime. Justice should be served. Now, we're not going to get into the justice system and all of this craziness that happens in there with the costs of things and the lawyers and all of the corruption that could be happening or that you, politics going on back and forth. No. But if a crime is committed and seeing body language and microexpressions can help close that case faster and can help have more innocent people left out of prisons and have more guilty people put in and, and doing what they need to do to pay for those crimes and actually serving what they need to serve, then that's excellent. So why would we negate that ability? If there is an ability to do something, and, and why would we say, all right, well, you have the ability to run a mile in four minutes, but that might not be a good right for someone who doesn't have that ability. So we are going to strap 50 pounds on you to make you run a little slower so that it's the same as everybody else. No. Reading people is a gift. Why would we hinder that gift? We're not. We are not, but someone else might. So that is the dilemma with legality in there. If it is my right to conceal emotions, if I want to conceal my emotions, yes, it is my right to do so. But then that means that I should learn how to do so. So if someone wants their emotions concealed, then that is up to them to conceal them. It is not up to us we do not need to give them a mask or a curtain to hide behind or anything like that. Now, as far as informing people about it, I think that that would be cool. If you can read other people, and now this is only in interrogation settings. You don't need to be going around in conversation. Oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. My, my name is Spencer Kaufman. And uh, by the way, anything you say, I'll know the truth because I can read people and I can know microexpressions body language. No, that's dumb. But in law enforcement, I think they should. Not only would it be a great fear tactic, hey, whatever you say, I'm going to know the truth. Now the person will be a little bit more on edge. We may be able to detect the truth a little better. So that's what I say on that. If law enforcement wants to inform them, they can. If people want to inform them, that's up to you. But if you want to conceal your emotions, it is your job to do so, not my job to help you. I want to thank you for listening to Body Talk, and I hope you tune in again next week as we talk about the other half of this dilemma, the moral side of things, so you can learn what everybody is really saying. Until then, go through life with Reisel.